time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Aaron, Jeff, and Nathan. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Ah, oh, welcome, welcome. You bring us a great honor to join with us, and we have many a naked woman and a fish of a pleasure for you. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. I am Aaron. I am Jeff. And I'm Nathan. And we are the flagship of horror. <laughs> Brought to you by Charlie Kelly. Whoa. Awesome. So, uh, guys, how y'all doing? I'm doing good, man. It's another uh, good day to record a podcast. It is. It really is. <laughs> so, here we are in uh, December, coming at you live from a day. Live? Yeah. Here, <laughs> this comes out later. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Coming at you from the past... Ah, all right. Christmas past. The Christmas, the Christmas past. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past. Um, we have uh, a lot of good news, uh, quick hit reviews, a lot of wallet hate, and uh, yeah, let's just dig right in. Uh, yep. uh, Aaron, you want to start us off with uh, what? What did have you caught since uh, last episode? Well, watch. Well, per your recommendation uh, a, few, a while back, I caught Christie, the 2014 uh, movie by uh, Ollie Blackburn. What do you think? Amazing. I really liked that. I thought that was a good. Like, you know, kind of school invasion type of, uh, you know, movie was really good. Yeah, dude, I totally dug it. I'm glad you caught it. Uh, your next, I thought your next was really good, but Christy was just creepy as hell and twists and turns and it worked. Good to know. It's on my queue. Awesome, dude. Good. It's definitely worth it. I caught, also caught a Last Shift by uh, Anthony De Blasi. That's kind of slow, the, but it was kind of... It's slow, but... That's the one with the weird... The weird the, yeah, the pentagram carved in the face. Yeah, but it's it's what I found interesting is that in a horror movie, especially a slasher movie or any kind of horror movie, you go to the police for help. Yeah, but when the police are in trouble, yep. where do they go? Yeah, and that's to the National Guard. <laughs> I care, apparently, not well, to this cop. This was so <laughs> awesome because like the chick's basically uh, her first job, mm-hmm. and she's kind of guarding the closed police station because everybody's transferred over to the new police station. So they like take any calls that are still coming to this police station. And just hold like the, the fort. video game, like PlayStation. Oh, did I say PlayStation? Police, yeah, sta- police, police station. Station. <laughs> Sorry, but the Tatina. Dare you buy a PlayStation Four? So she's watching the police station, and you know the 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 sheriff that leaves her. There's kind of like a dick, man. Like like he's like old. He's like think what one day away from retiring. Yeah. So he's got to you know he's hopefully to survive this shift to get out. It's kind of slow burn, but man, the eeriness and creeps that it kind of builds on. Well, the twist. Oh. yeah. The twist, you know, what you find out why she's there and her her, her whole deal. I'm not going to spoil it because everybody should will go watch it. I, I definitely, I mean, I don't go full on four stars, but I do give it three stars. The slow burns kind of kills it. Yeah, for slow me. burn does kind of kill it. And then the, the, the red herring with uh, some aspects that are in there kind of not no, cool. It's not full flash, like, get off your seats and go watch right now. If it's not, if if you got nothing else to do and you you already watched Christie, oh, you can yeah. watch this one. Yes. I uh, also finally checked out the Blu ray edition of uh, Bordeaux of Blood. That came out awesome. from a Screen Factory. Muy bueno. Very good transfer. Nice. Very good. And you see boobs everywhere. I love it. <laughs> Plastic all over my screen, and I don't care. 
And then I followed up with finally a movie that you've been kind of going crazy over for the last year or so, uh, Bloodsucking Bastards. Yes. I checked out the Blu-ray. I watched it with If, and uh, amazing. It's f- cool to see the Viper from Game of Thrones in there. As a yeah, he looks completely different. Totally different. He, he looked completely different, uh, but it was really good. So I, uh, the blonde guy with the stash, Joey Kern. Oh yes. my god, that's you. He steals the fucking film. He's that's, a lord. That, that's you. If you were in a movie, that would be you. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Juggling, juggling staplers in your cubicle, <laughs> eating a sandwich while somebody gets bludgeonly murdered. <laughs> yes, and oh. debating doing rock paper scissors to find out who you kill next. <laughs> Awesome, man. Uh, then I kind of followed up because I finally got the le- the next two releases of uh, the Jess Franco collection from Full Moon. Sweet. Uh, Blue Rita and Barbed Wire Dolls. Uh, don't know what happened. They were going good with Jack the Ripper. The first movie that came out, these next two are just their grindhouse Nazi exploitation prison films. You can kind of skip them or if get them if they're like five bucks each. So were the transfers still good or the, the tra- films the, are just The transfers still had like a lot of the vintage, you know, cigarette burns, gotcha. static effect, all that. Uh, I would say skip it uh, unless they have a sale. Yeah. yeah. Or unless you want to complete the collection like I'm trying to do. See, what I'm scared about jumping with the Jess Franco collection is that I'm scared that we'll go to TFW after when the collection is all done. Yeah. And you'll get the damn whole collection for like half off or something like that. Well, so far I've spent a total of, for the three movies... I think a total of twenty bucks for all three movies. So That's far. great, dude. So I'm I'm either hitting the sales or I'm hitting a discount site. So the wall, the wall is not killing you. <laughs> no, it's not killing me. Not not yet. Not gotcha. Yet. <laughs> uh, followed up with uh, the the movie Dolls from a uh, Screen Factory. You won that West. from a contest, right? I did win that. I won that from a contest from uh, from actual Shout Factory. Nice. They had a contest. I I uh, tagged you in it. Yeah. And uh, they pulled my name and I won. They sent me a copy of it. Uh, watch that with If because he he's never seen it before. Nice. And uh, this is what happens when Charles Band actually has enough money to make a good doll and puppet movie. I, 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 Stuart Gordon. Or? Stuart Stuart Gordon was the director. Yeah. But uh, from what I've read is that pretty much Charles Band ran the movie. Oh wow. Uh, Stuart Gordon's name is attached to it. Charles Band kind of ran it. Because I was about to say I, I think yeah. it's Charles Band's like benefit that he actually hired a good director. But if you're saying yeah. that that's that's interesting. So I mean, yeah, this is what happens when you have money to oh. make dolls and make creepy and you know all that. And it was it was good. Oh, I love it. It's a that's awesome. And then the last one I caught was a movie I picked up at TFW uh, this past year was Don't Go Into the Woods Alone, 1981 movie by James yeah. Byron, yeah. The guy who the guy who made Beach Blanket Bingo. Now, the movie itself, all over, isn't that great, mm-hmm. but there are certain aspects of it that make it worth watching. They build this one scene up with this guy in a wheelchair, and you're watching it, and you're like, okay, something's got to happen. Something's, they're, they're doing something with this guy in a wheelchair. And if you thought the death in Friday the 13th Part 2 with the guy in the wheelchair, with that one was great, this guy, this guy in the wheelchair's death is better. Wow. It's I'm much curious. better. And then also, uh, the actual killer in the movie is, it, it's different, but it's not terribly great. Okay. So, uh... It's a beer movie. Don't go into the woods. Don't go into the woods alone. Gotcha. So, and that's all I kind of caught. That's awesome, dude. Some cool ones. Those are some good. It's that Christy. God, that was a good movie. Yeah, dude. I was amazed to find that just on Netflix. Usually you have to hunt for those kind of things on VOD or something like that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You really do. But this one was a fun one to come across for uh, November. Mm-hmm. Uh, I caught a few, literally a few uh, good movies that were okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with the least of my favorite was uh, Sinister 2. <laughs> yeah, 
I enjoyed Sinister One. I think Ethan Hawke really had a big deal with that. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, the setups of the kills. Those were pretty neat. It was borderline torture porn, yeah. but it was still fun. So I was really having high hopes for Sinister Two, but from hearing some reviews when it got released, I wasn't like over the moon to like finally catch it. So I sat down and had a few cool, neat kills, but the twist of this story just wasn't. It didn't have. It didn't have the legs to actually be something worth giving a fuck about. Was the villain finally called Boogeyman? I think they call him, yeah, I think they call him something like that. I, I think they still call him the Boogil or whatever the fuck Boogil is. Or yeah. Boogai or something. But this one sets up like a guy who's trying to stop the cycle. He's trying to get ahead of the, the murders and kind of burn down the symbols so there's not like a, there's not, it, the, it's not transferring over to another family or, or a child that will create, you know, create. The, uh. But then they do show the film strips and you see like those unique kills that these kids actually pull off. There were a few that were really fucking crazy and fun, and then some just kind of straight up just, yeah. Are there any throwbacks to the original? Uh, very little. Nothing. Okay. I don't even think they mentioned the family. If they did, it was just so minute. It, it, okay. okay. So uh, definitely wait for Redbox or Netflix on this one. That's my recommendation. Uh, I finally got to finish the Attack on Titan live action series, so I got to see part two. How was that? I was happy with it. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the anime. And uh, so, so the film was really uh, off-putting to see part one. It had some of the great vibes between Aaron and Armin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of leave out uh, some of the things that I felt really played well in the anime series. But man, part two just kind of made up for that because you have full-on, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Titan uh, Titan Aaron really just kicks ass in part two. Now, is Alice in there? Because no. she played a big role in the, the anime. Uh, I think so. The blonder she- chick, Alice? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. You had the girl that eats the food a lot, and yeah. you got the one girl with the glasses who's like crazy about the weapons. Yes, yes, And then yes. Uh, Mikasa's in there, of course. I don't think Levi was in there either. But really? Then, yeah. But then again, I was so drunk when I was watching these. I was just like, yes, eating the glass, the Titans eating things, yes. And I was just, I was really. You Are turned you? German? Yes. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. <When> I'm German. <laughs> Depending on what B.I. I drink, I turn. Like in his case, it's probably like, where's Commander Levi? Wrangler? I don't wear Wranglers. <laughs> <laughs> Levi jeans? You crazy. Uh, the other movie I caught was Stanford Prison Experiment, which was really fucking cool because I was a huge fan of the book and the documentary. Uh, so actually seeing this film with a bunch of kind of known actors, uh, it was pretty fucking neat. Uh, you basically have uh, college students at Yale or something like that, and they gotta come in for a job, a uh, psychology job, and they're kind of told, all right, half of you are going to be guards, half of you are going to be prisoners, and I'm going to keep this experiment for two weeks. And basically these guys come in and they're just gung-ho. They fall into, fall into the role of being like, I'm a prison guard and you're prisoners. So I'm going to lock you up into these little offices and treat you all the way they believe prisoners or they're told to be, mm-hmm. you know, treat the the the, uh, the experiment for the experiment. Man, it is just eerie and cool and creepy the whole fucking time. And it's just, it's, it's a slow burn, but it was, a, it was a fun one to catch. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know a lot of mines aren't balls <clears throat> to the walls horror because a lot of my horror stuff was actually, I picked up like Criterion, Mulholland Drive, and uh, David Cronenberg's The Brood. So I was watching a lot of old stuff. But, uh, yeah, some of the new stuff I could catch, yeah. It was kind of really big hit and miss. Okay, that's cool. But that's, uh, Nathan, did you catch anything? I caught a few. Okay. Uh, I finally watched Chud. Oh, wow. Not Really? Great. For the first time? Not great. <laughs> I can see why I missed it. Wow. <laughs> you didn't like it? No. I mean, uh. I, uh, I can see why it has, like, cult following. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun, but, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, no. Nope. It's probably not something I'd return to. Um, really? Never saw it before. I always saw the cover in, the in like, Hastings. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, that looks weird. But I never had any, like, intention of renting it. Well, I downloaded it, watched it, and now, the, young, the younger me was right. <laughs> now, now, you do know that there is a part two. I'm not going to ever see it. Bud the Chud. <laughs> Bud the Chud. Don't ever Butt see Chuds? it. Bud Chuds? Bud, as in sweet. Oh, no. 420. Uh, I caught Zombiever. <laughs> I do, yes. I do not see what the big deal is. I don't get all the love for it. it it's so it's cheesy, fucking it's good. It's so dude. cheesy, like it's it. good. It, yeah, there's a. I could see that, but uh, I was like, you know, I looked on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a good, a good score, and everybody I talked to really likes this movie. And then, so I kind of had like high expectations. And I watched it, and I was just like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, yeah, some where beavers. Beavers, like that's, that's it. right. Nice beaver girl. <laughs> no, so I left the the hey, horror girl, realm. I'll let because... you build my dam up. <laughs> <laughs> I left the horror realm because I was striking out left and right. I did put Christy on my queue, and I watched about ten minutes, digging it. So yeah, I knew it's... I had to go to sleep that night. So it's on my queue. It's next to watch. But I started a new series, and I got fucking hooked. And it's the man in the high castle. No. I know it's not horror; it's science fiction realm, and it's Philip K. Dick, which I fucking love. Yeah. Anything that man writes. Yep. So you love Dick? And no, all no, no, no. <laughs> as long as there's a Philip and a K in front of it, <laughs> Philip and a K or my Pick own. Dick? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, man, Philip K. Dick writes the just everything he writes is so. I don't know. I, you can't really say it's anti-government, but it's kind of it just oh. it turns everything, you know. Yeah. And in that series, uh, it's kind of terrifying to think that if the Nazis in Japan won the war, you know, the the West Coast, like California and Oregon and Washington, are all Japanese land, and the rest yeah. of the country is Nazi, uh, Nazi Germany, kind of like they have a New Berlin, and it's like in. Oklahoma or some shit. It's really, really fucked up. Cool series. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking hooked on it, man. I've heard really good things about this. Oh, series. it's so, so good. It's supposed to be coming to Netflix. I think they said it was at the end of this week. I hope so. I don't. I, yeah. I saw a release on Netflix or something about what's coming out in December. I don't remember seeing it there, but man, I hope you're right. Yeah, I I, I keep seeing commercials for it for Netflix. Because I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. Why would Amazon let go of this if it's like? I think Netflix bought it. Oh really? I think so. Because mm-hmm. I, I think they want to do the second season. They use that Daredevil money to buy it. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Because see, if we're also going to see like quick hit reviews and stuff like that. I caught Jessica Jones, yeah. and I loved my. Oh my god, Jessica Jones! I love that. I will never have to watch that again. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's how Did much. You wow, it? I finished it, yeah. and I like the best thing in that whole fucking show was uh, uh David Tennant. David, playing, yeah, David yeah, Tennant. He's good. He played great. I've only I've got it to episode eight currently. Haven't Which finished it yet. Yeah, I I just he's Kilgrave. Cool it's uh I didn't, oh, he's Purple Man. Gotcha. I didn't give a fuck about Jesse Jones. I didn't give a fuck about Luke Cage. What I did I, I did I, like Luke. Sweet Cage. Christmas, you better take that back. I didn't. I, he didn't have a character here for me to like begin to give a shit about. So I don't know. Uh, that's me. He's a pimp. Yeah, I he, mean, he's I his see old what you spice. mean though. Like the first yes. four episodes, I wasn't into it, and then like I kind of got like. Oh, cool! That's cool shit. Like in the second and third, like yeah. it was like episode six or seven, and then it just when he got kidnapped and put in that deprivation chamber, it was just kind of like, 
Moving along, people. Yeah. Let's let's get some fucking proof going. Like I, I, they're it, trying to rush it when they got. I, I know no, they're trying to it's rush not the that they rushed it. It's like they tried to stretch it too long. Like I could see it being like a eight episode series. And I, it probably would have been effective because this shit was like, man. I I it made me appreciate Daredevil that much more. Yeah, because Jessica well, Jones was just like, <sighs> well, look how many characters were introduced in Daredevil versus how many are being introduced in Jessica Jones. Yeah, but still, you would you would think that they would move it along. I mean, the problem is is that. It's like, okay, Jessica leaves her apartment. It's a bad day. She goes home. She drinks. She gets pissed. She saves a life. She goes home. She drinks. She, she falls fucks. asleep. She, she fucks. Her her boss is a lesbian. Her black boyfriend. It, it's just like, yeah. Jesus well, fucking Christ. It just keeps juggling yeah. over and over. Recycling. Well, it, it's the anti-rom-com. I could see that, and I, I dig it for that, and I like that Marvel's pushing the envelope with it, you know, yeah. being so racy and se- mm-hmm. you know so much sex and shit and lesbianism and shit. Yeah. I'm digging it, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck, this could have been four or five episodes shorter. I think that, I don't know. I would love to talk, get the female perspective because I don't, I don't know if this benefits more to a female perspective. Maybe it's a Marvel dark shit that for more. Yeah, because I didn't give a shit. Trish's no. relationship to her, I didn't give a shit. I she's hot, though. I, Trish is Trish pretty is hot. beautiful. But if you don't really give a fuck that she's going to uh, supposedly become Hellcat, bleh, who gives a fuck? And then uh, the guy with the fucking lighter, uh, the American flag lighter, he's supposed to become a character, too. Oh, Nuke? The guy yeah. the guy, who, guy who's pretty much urban Captain America? Yeah. Yeah. So I, was just like, I didn't like him at all. Yeah. You're not, so, you're not supposed to like him. He's, no, but I didn't like, like his acting. He was just too smiley. Like, he was a stunt I mean? double for Captain America. David Tennant was like the best thing to see. Uh, I will say that the uh, the uh, uh, what's her name? Fucking the chick from the Matrix. Her girlfriend is fucking hot. <laughs> like, yes. she's hot. Yes, too bad there was no nudity for that one because no, that would have been nice. But uh, I mean, yeah, Jessica Jones was kind of a letdown, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad because Marvel's getting racier with yeah. their TV shows. Um. I watched all of Gotham season one. I caught up with season two. I'm happy with the show. There's a lot of slow, bad, not great fucking episodes, but for the most part, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I caught up with my Flash season two. I'm uh, enjoying it. It's not. Did it's you, not horrible. The one episode where Zoom is holding him to yeah. every media outlet. Yeah. That scene was awesome. Was yeah, that was awesome. Just he's like, here's your face of the city. Here's your hero. Look at him now. Yeah, everybody's probably like they don't really play on to like the city's reaction of like what do they do because he's like being a bitch to. He's do. manhandled. He's yeah. being manhandled but for the not first talk, time. But the next episode, they don't talk about that at all. They're too busy like trying to dig into the uh, hawk girl setup and shit like yeah. that. That's yeah. I don't know. Um, um, really on my t- agenda uh, agenda the rest of this month is uh, finishing American Horror Story and uh, Scream Queens so I can have a. Uh, I'll be able to review that season uh, series properly. Yeah, so. I got iZombie in my queue. I I know some people have said, eh, don't watch it, but I'm I, I'm interested, dude. I'm, I'm, if you can stick with that, would be great. Cause I love a, a solid review from someone that yeah. talks about it. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. I mean, you know, if I suffer Jessica Jones and dude, I suffered some of this through, other shit. I suffered through Z Nation. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got Z Nation season two in my queue, like whenever it hits. But uh, yeah, I'm like, I suffered through that. It's it's fucking funner than Walking Dead, but not great. See, I'll have time now. Walking Dead's over. Thankfully, over. Yeah, I don't get. I, yeah, I, I'm not going to reveal my hand too much, but fuck Ash and Evil Dead. I don't want to uh, watch it that, anymore. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore. You son of a bitch. Oh, I don't. 
It's I don't. It's awesome. If I can get through from Dust Till Dawn the TV series, oh my god, the, yeah, you, we suffer. For you got yeah, we suffer for our listeners. We, we we suffer for the official. We watch stuff that they don't have to watch. Yeah. Oh man, I it, this is just it's, it's got, something. It's got Vomer Velarama and Heath Feth. Like thing. two weeks ago, Sammy was like, "Do you want to you know Ash vs Evil Dead's on tonight?" And I was like. Fuck you. I'm <laughs> Suck it. Go to work. Oh, yeah. What do you go Fuck. make me a sandwich? No, I was just like, you know what? If it wasn't for the podcast, I would not watch this show. I'm watching it not as a fan. I'm watching it as a reviewer. Um, I know it's against popular opinion, but I'm I'll, I will save my thoughts and we're gonna see Until how it end. plays Good out. We're gonna go balls deep. Yes, into I'm the sure evil dead. Well. Into the evil dead. That's some because I'm sorry. We gotta we gotta really reflect on that whole series yeah. as a whole and and the actual series. I'll say this last episode was an improvement. Okay, I'll say that. I got two <laughs> hands. Give me two beers. Yeah, uh, I know. Fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> we uh, uh we apologize. We're going a little off topic off horror because we just we you know we talked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're in December. I mean, you can't. I mean, everything's. There's not, not a lot of great horror movies right now. Yeah. Uh, no, there's not. It, Krampus is coming up in theaters. Yeah. Uh, Looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've seen the commercials. Although the commercials, they called them wrong. The overvoice, you know, introducing the commercials, like in the world, they called them Krampus. Badass. No. That's like a new dance. <laughs> yeah. That's like a new dance. Yeah. What are they doing? They're doing the crumpus. They're doing the crumpus. Now watch me whip. Now watch me crumpus. Boom. It's a mixture whip, of like whip, the crip walk and crumpus. the whip. <laughs> Dr. Dre's going to start doing it. Snoop Dogg's going to get out of rehab just to do the video. <laughs> nice. Snoop's in rehab? Chip, kizzle, crizzle, dizzle, compass, dizzle. <laughs> oh, where are we going next? All right, Shizzle. Next on this. Matic King Dizzle. <laughs> So as we wrap up uh, <laughs> our quick hit reviews of uh, what we've seen from last episode, uh, I guess we're going to go in, uh, right into news. Uh, Aaron, I think you have a little video game news that we've Yeah, uh, it was leaked. dropped recently. Uh, if you didn't catch the video online or if you're blind, uh, for you, all you Mortal Kombat players, there is a new pack coming out, and we get four new fighters. Now, normally, this isn't really a horror thing, but... We get two kind of horror icons in this. Uh, you get uh, some fat dude that's a drunk from the previous game. Raj guy, Raj Ghoul, I forget his name. Uh, you get the rope, the the cyborg Sector, uh, Sector Cyrax, and Smoke. He's oh, three. Cool. He's he's a uh, he's three robots. That's Baraka. Color scheme? No, no Baraka. No Baraka. But go. Oh. But but speaking of Baraka, in the little video that they show, this shows Baraka convulsing, out pops a xenomorph. That's from a Baraka. That's from Baraka. Oh, so he's yes. got the arm blades. He's That's got the Baraka they... arm blades, as well as the, the tail with the blade on it and everything. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then finally, kind of the mascot of our podcast that we have that we've had for a while. Oh yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. Fuck you, take my money. Yes. Leatherface <laughs> is in the game. So now you can actually have Jason versus Leatherface. Alien Aliens versus Predator. versus Predator in this game. That's awesome. awesome. So I, you, I'm Freddy. really curious if you what... Get Freddy and Michael Myers in like the third pack. Well, Freddy was in part nine. Yeah, he oh, was. Yeah. I he was in part Freddy's nine. But well, it was X. Froggy Kruger that was in part nine. We need... We need, we need it uh, was Froggy Kruger. One it was Froggy Kruger. We need yeah, England. Yeah, we do. We need England for Mortal Kombat X. But uh, I'm really curious to see what Leatherface's uh, fatalities are. That's that's what's got my. I hope attention. it's the fucking dance. 
And he's just sawing parts off as he <laughs> fucking what? No, 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 no. He does a dance. A semi truck comes and hits you. That'd be fucking no, uh, He's gonna pick you up, and a meat hook's gonna drop. He's gonna drop you on the meat hook. Oh, that'd be cool. And too. They just saw you in pieces. No, I did see one. Fit, I did see one fatality for the alien, for the xenomorph, and he does the classic. He grabs you, and the second mouth comes out the back of your head. Nice. So he kind of impels you with the, Get with back the mouth. In there, little mouth. <laughs> uh, so there's that one. Uh, but they're kind of keeping the secret for all the other fatalities. Cool. But. That has my attention. That is awesome. I've uh, got gift cards saved. Well, that's a that's a funny thing I was gonna bring up uh, on Black Friday. I was like so close to clicking the button. Best Buy had it for like twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and I was like, I, I was thinking about repurchasing it. But when I see all the packs, it's like if you're a guy like me and you live frugally, yeah, uh, I'm gonna wait for the game of your edition that has all the packs involved in it because it's not something I really give a shit to play multiplayer wise. It's something I know I'm gonna enjoy just playing like at home by myself or with friends. Yeah, yeah. So. Rather than bend over again for the game and all the season pass stuff, I'm probably just going to wait for the uh, like a the collector's edition yeah, that has the, everything. like the all inclusive game. Yeah, I, I got you. I, I do that with I a lot of the games, like the Batman games and stuff. I got. I, I tend to wait. I got you. Because I mean, even with the new Battlefront game that just came out, it's like fifty bucks for the season pass. How do you just spent sixty bucks for the game? Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. I feel like that's why I'm kind of waiting on a on a Arkham Knight. So when you get like an all inclusive edition, yeah. Because you uh, want everything. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, yeah, I do I want everything. Well, especially for Batman games, I'm only going to play the storyline once. Yep, exactly. I don't do the multiplayer. Nope. so It's not like Ralph that does all the riddles. All <laughs> the, he'll be playing it for he months. He wants 100%. Exactly. Yeah. He, he wants to be 100% Batman. I asked yeah. him, I was like, how fucking far are you in this game? He's like, no, I'm at 98%. I'm like, what? Wow. 98 total percent? If He's like, ever, yeah. How much sleep does he get per night? Dude, I don't know. If you ever, <laughs> if you ever play Arkham Knight, uh, a majority of the Riddler's levels are like fucking race car mazes. Mm. And that is like so fucking difficult. Yeah. Um, other video game news, uh, Telltale, who's done like The Walking Dead and, uh, and they recently did a Minecraft one. Uh, they're releasing uh, a Walking Dead special three episode um, Michonne series that's going to drop in february of 2016 mm-hmm. also for all the mortal kombat 2 stuff don't look for it this year it's definitely gonna be 2016 uh yeah also horror related is uh rise of the tomb raider great new game right now i think it's only xbox one exclusive but their first dlc is going to be something called baba yaga it's going to be a new uh temple or yeah, yeah, it's uh, a temple. Yeah, it's going to be a witch temple, so it's going to have a lot more survival horror play at it. Yep, dope. So I'm definitely looking forward to pick up that release and getting that DLC, man. Uh, as we move into film, all right, I'm trying not to butcher this guy's name completely. <laughs> it's going to be Aaron Guziowski. All right, he did the screenplay for this great film called Prisoners, which stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. If you haven't seen this film, get off your ass. Run and go see it. It's probably one of the most original thrillers I've seen since fucking Seven. Uh, it was really great. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Have uh, some candy. So he's just been pinned to write the uh, Universal just announced that they're going to go full on for uh, a Wolfman uh, Universal film. Another one. going to drop in 2018. So this is supposed to be part of that shared universe. I hopefully they're going to do something great with Dracula because the last thing they did was that Dracula Untold, which wasn't really. Well, is this uh, going to acknowledge the Benicio del Toro one, or is this something completely? I different? think this it's is, all Universal just taking. I think they're gearing up the Mummy right now. Dracula Untold yeah. is supposed to be a thing. Because I know the Mummy is supposed to start the intro now to like the Avengers style Universal monsters. Yeah. 
So, so I don't know. They got a great screenplay <clears throat> writer with this Aaron guy, and uh, the Wolfman should be looking out for that for 2018. What I found out that was kind of neat is that he is he's such a top like he's like an A level writer. Everybody wants to kind of get whatever project he's on. Yeah, yeah. Well, they pushed out the. Uh, there was a writer that was attached that did Hannibal, and he was attached to do a screenplay for this uh, reboot or remake of uh, Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. Well, that's been dropped, and I think even David Bruckner was t- tied to direct for this Friday Thirteenth. Well, he's been dropped, and they're going with this Aaron uh, Duzowski guy who's doing Wolfman first, but then he's going to attack the Friday Thirteenth screenplay. Nice. So we're having okay. an A-list screenplay, uh, hopefully from this guy that's going to be like a fucking dead on. Now, is this going to be? Jason and Snow again, or is uh, it? They oh, say that found footage and Snow is out. So oh, out. good. So that's just what. Good. I thought I, the Snow would be so fucking good. The found footage, I'm all for kicking that out. Yeah, but I need to see him in some snow, man. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Um, that's supposedly it's holding the date of January 13th, 2017. So hopefully we hear something more about that soon, because hearing the Wolfman's already 2018. I mean, shit. That, so that, this guy's a writer or director? He's a writer. He's a writer. Oh, okay, so, they, so as soon as he's done writing, he's going over yeah, to Friday. pretty much he's yeah. going to sell it. Because there's also news that uh, the Fred Decker uh, did Monster Squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's just written a script for Predator. Oh, really? Shit. And he's got Shane Black, who just recently did Iron Man 3. Yeah, he did Iron Man 3. Like, yeah, so Shane Black. And he also did the uh, Kiss, Mandarin. Kiss, Bang, Bang. Kiss, Kiss, yeah. Bang, Bang is awesome. Oh, that movie is, yeah, I love that movie. Uh, well, he's, Fucking magician. Uh, so, so, who pees on a corpse? <laughs> <laughs> Val Kilmer. I mean, all these characters are great in Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Quit Bang. Quit doing math. Stop it. <laughs> so you have Shane Black directing and Fred Decker writing the script for Predator. And, and basically everything's kind of been put on a platter and handed over to uh, producers and... If they pull the trigger on it, it's well, hell, Shane go. Black was in the original Predator. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Played, uh, one of the one guys. Of the yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, like he was a little Hawkins, nerdy guy. Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, Hawkins. He was a little nerdy guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, man, I mean, is he it. the guy that says the pussy joke? in, yeah. the, in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Gee, you got a good pussy. <laughs> Gee, you got a good pussy. It's the echo. She said, "Why do you say that twice?" <laughs> it's not. I didn't. It was the echo. <laughs> uh, but these are uh, awesome things that uh, you know, we we got on our radar. I'm glad to share. Because, uh, man, that's just promising news for both Friday 13th and an awesome Predator uh, mm-hmm. upcoming. They need a good Predator come. Yeah, we they do. do. It's time. I they mean, do. we after that one that Robert Rodriguez was part of, it really fell on his face. I didn't mind that. I just didn't like that there was this hierarchy bullshit. Yeah, You yeah. know, that was kind of... I just didn't like keep... Topher Grace was in it. Yeah, like the... The, <laughs> the homicidal <laughs> Dextromania. Yeah. I'm a doctor and I know how to play things. I love the one guy, though. He's like, I'm... I'm going to do so much fucking cocaine and rape so many women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 5.30, it's bitch raping time. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> I did like that one, but uh, like I said, I just I didn't like the bigger Predators. Yeah. I, if you're going to have a Predator, it needs to be the And that guy's a great actor, the one that plays that guy. That was in like the Convict. Yeah, he's yeah. in Django and fucking... He's in, uh, he does uh, a great job in uh, Justified. And then he's also, he's a great Unjustified. And then he also played the tranny in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he did. That yeah. fucking hooks up with Tig. <laughs> uh, he's funny as fuck, man. That um, he is. There's yeah. a French horror film called Martyrs. Uh, if you ever watch anything French horror cinema, Martyrs is like the creme de la creme. Uh, there's been an American remake. We've been all eagerly waiting for it. It's got a theatrical release and a VOD release of January 22nd, 2016. So mark that on your calendars because... It's going to be fun, hopefully. 
Uh, and Fear the Walking Dead's now gone right back into production for season two. They're actually filming now in Baja, Mexico. Boom. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Me either. Actually, there's one more piece of news that kind of came out recently. Go ahead. Uh, if you don't, if you if you're a big fan of uh, some Steven Spielberg stuff, Ooh. Gremlins three, yeah, it was brought up by yeah. by the main actor Zach, who played Billy in the the first two movies. Uh, they're not going to do a remake, not going to do a reboot. They're going to do a sequel that takes place thirty years after the first movie. Wow! And he's thirty years, thirty years. What the fuck? So and it's not like they're bringing back Phoebe Cates and. There is rumors that they're bringing both him and Phoebe Cates back. Hey. Now, it doesn't say if they're still together, Yeah, if their divorce happened or something, uh, but they're supposed to be heavily involved, and so is Chris Columbus, the writer of the first one. Sweet. Uh, and supposedly he said that uh, he said Joe has looked over his script, or what he's writing. The only Joe I know of, Joe Dante. Yeah, man. The guy, the first director. So uh, hopefully that happens. That's great news. Because Joe Dante loves the animatronics. I like the animatronics. Don't want the CGI. I know CGI is going to happen, but I want less CGI. In I the find movie. that funny because Joe Dante always said that that fucking gizmo, he hated that damn doll because it kept breaking down. That's why in part <laughs> two they torture gizmo so much because it's like, ah, you fucker, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he hated that sweet river. That damn doll, but I, I completely agree with him. Keep it. Practical effects don't go computer with it. Yeah. Why well, are they trying to think about using like kind of a kaiju esque gremlin? I'm yeah. Talking about like a big ass gremlin. Yeah. Like yeah, they want to go the critters route with like the one giant gremlin. Yeah. That that's been a big rumor, and then the other big rumor is like they wanted to do a two headed gremlin. Oh, weird. So that. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Because we got all the experimentation on part two. Yeah. With like the gargoyle one and the Batman one. Oh and man. Gizmo gets thrown. Gizmo gets thrown in a fucking lake, and you have kaiju gremlin. Awesome. <laughs> what? That would be awesome. <laughs> Pacific Gizmo? That'd be awesome. We gotta get some fucking lights. <laughs> He's so cute, man. I just rewatched that film and God, I just I want a gizmo. I want a Mogwai. <laughs> I want one so it's bad. Like, like he's playing the keyboard with him and like, like oh god, that's awesome. <laughs> he's so cute. That's a fucking <laughs> sad thing is my dachshund would fucking eat him alive. Oh, Goddamn man. rotten dog. I got one movie coming out that I'm looking forward to highly. It's uh, the Reverend. Oh yeah, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's directed by uh, Alejandro Iratu. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to even attempt. You've been practicing it. that, haven't you? Oh man, I am, I'm a big fan of that guy. I know. He, uh, I fucking love Birdman. Yeah. Um, so this guy, he 21 grams, oh, shit dude. like that, Babel. Uh, I really like his style, and Birdman was, I think, his yeah, it was his last film. I fucking enjoyed the shit out of that movie so much. And it's nothing happens. You know, it's kind of just like one of those movies where the camera's never supposed to cut. It's supposed to follow this guy throughout the the whole entirety of like two hours of oh, his yeah. life. Mm-hmm. But god damn, it was filmed smart oh, and it was Edward Norton kicked ass in that film too, man. Yeah, it was good. And Michael Keaton was fucking hilarious. Oh, so yeah. I'm looking forward to this. It's a based on a true story, a guy out of Texas here. Really? Yeah. Sweet. It, when he got dumped off, he swam to Galveston Bay. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Like, I read the, the little history on the guy, and, and it's fucking crazy, man. Dude, so. and I've been hearing that this film's a little gory for some oh, yeah. uh, regular viewers, because, I mean, this guy basically gets taken out to the woods. They're over there, like, hunt. He's, a, he's a trapper. He's a, he's a fur trapper or yeah. something like that. And basically, he kind of gets 
kind of swindled by his group that he's out there? No, they no. leave him for dead and he no. gets attacked by a bear, all this shit happens? Uh, it kind of looks that way in the, the previews, but uh, the actual thing is um, they were out hunting for furs and whatnot and a bear mauled his ass. And, they leave him and then uh, natives attacked their camp, so you know they were going to bring him back, heal him, but everybody's running off. So they took him out there and they were waiting for him to die. And uh, kind of buried him alive. Yeah, they left him pretty much buried alive. Then he treks 200 fucking miles back to civilization. It's fucking crazy. And then seeks revenge. Yeah, I really, I'm Tom Hardy's in it, and I've got a huge wood for Tom Hardy. Is is he wearing a mask? (laughs) No, no, nobody. He has facial hair, brother. (laughs) <laughs> he should be wearing a mask because uh, of strawberries oh no <laughs> he needs more fiber in his diet if he had the fiber he might have survived better we're going back with the fiber <laughs> yes um, fiber before tigers that's what he always says uh domnell gleason's gonna be in this he's done some really cool shit he came out in this uh, ex machina recently and about time uh, about time was kind of fun. It's a rom com with a time travel twist, and Ex Machina is just exquisite. Um, but he's also a great actor. He's coming out in this movie, The Revenant. Uh, Will Porter Poulter is also going to come out in it too. So I mean, that guy's pretty fucking cool too because he comes out in a lot of the uh, Maze Runner films. Uh, he came out in Maze Runner One, and if you ever catch Maze Runner Two, definitely recommend that. that yeah, like, I got. I, I've been. I just to watch watched. It. I just watched the first Maze Runner. I thought it was great. First Maze Runner. Great part two is like fucking World War Z meets Maze Runner. It's oh fucking shit! Awesome. Yeah, I want to see that. Then. Yeah, it was fucking. It was because I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, uh, I enjoyed it enough to where it was like a sequel. I don't know. I know. So. Uh, it's borderline tweeny. But it man, is. It is. But the like the first half of like what it's isn't? Like, <laughs> well, well, like the the part two, the Scorch Trials. Mm-hmm. It's like part um, kind of like an epilogue for part one, and then mm-hmm. it goes to World War Z. And at the end, it's like, I don't know, like some kind of like almost Mad Max military shit. That was pretty okay. fucking cool. Hmm. So yeah, definitely I caught, recommend I, that. I caught it recently just because I remember that the main character was supposed to play Spider-Man yeah. in, the, in the, Marvel, the new Marvel universe. Yeah. And uh, that always stuck in my mind. So like I wanted to check out Maze Runner and then we got HBO free this past week. And so I recorded a whole bunch of movies. <laughs> DVR, 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 DVR record. And I yeah. caught it and I thought it was really good. Cool. Um. I know Tom Holland recently came out in a movie. Uh, I think it comes out soon, sometime in December. Yeah. Uh, he does a film with Killian Murphy. Killian mm-hmm. Murphy played Scarecrow in Batman. Killian Murphy's been aching for Tom Holland to kind of give him an opening where he can kind of maybe come into the Marvel <laughs> universe. And seeing him as a villain, as a possible villain for fucking Amazing Spider-Man would just... He, uh, Killian Murphy, or Cillian Murphy, how do you pronounce it? Cillian? Uh, Killian. Killian? I Killian. Cillian. Um, yeah. One of the two <laughs> for for a villain, see him playing like a, like a good villain. Uh, he always plays villains, man. He, he, play, he plays he plays him good. But I'm just trying to think of a good one. Uh, Twenty eight days later, he was awesome. Uh, uh, I think he was a really good villain in uh, Red Eye. Red Eye. Red Eye yeah, with Wes Craven. He's good at Scarecrow. 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 I could see him as a good. He could play a good Mysterio, yeah. a good Morbius. He did a oh dude, that'd be good. A good Morbius. That'd be awesome. Freaking Carnage, Cletus Cassidy. Oh, dude, that'd be sweet. I did forget one movie that uh, uh, I watched, and it's fucking awesome. American Ultra. Oh, yeah, I dude. hate Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, who doesn't? I hate Kristen Stewart. Who doesn't? But that movie is so fucking fun. Like, I watched the trailer for it and didn't 
didn't even think a, a, like anything about the movie. I thought they were meth heads. Yeah. And then just the twist of how Everything what's going out. on and it fucking high recommend, man. Dude, that that awesome. movie was fun. The first five minute, the five minute intro where it does all that crazy zap, you know, yeah. filming. It was so fucking good. So so I got ask I got ask with Kristen Stewart. Did she have more than one face? I just I just see the mouth breathing, but in this movie I didn't I did not mind her. Like I actually loved her. I thought she was hot, and that's strange because I fucking she, hate she, her. She looks yeah, she looks good when she doesn't have that confused look on her face, which is in almost every movie no, for two the, hours. The flannel shirt wearing uh, you know pothead chick is like what well, she plays perfect. You yeah, know? she does. She's play like, that she was almost destined for that kind of role. And it's like I I can't stand her. It, like. But in that movie, it's like, man, no, I, I might throw some hate sex your way. Action and thriller-wise, <laughs> I think Kingsman was excellent, and so was fucking American yeah, Ultra. Yeah, Kingsman was fucking great. These were fucking great titles. <laughs> um, okay. So we're Sorry, we're going off the horror topic there again, but you um, know what? It's not a great year for goddamn horror, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't help oh, myself. We'll get into that later. Yes, yeah. we shall. So uh, that covers our reviews and news. So uh, there's only one left, one thing left to do. Yeah, it's that time where my wallet hates me. So, uh, to kind of kick things off, uh, normally what I've done is I go through and I try to find things that look really cool that uh, might be a little bit expensive. And I probably found, I think I found my most expensive item that looks really badass. Now, it's going to come out... Uh, uh, December of next year, December 2016, uh, it's a 34-inch tall Grim Reaper statue from Sideshow Collectibles. Nice. It looks amazing. It looks, the detail, the quality, just everything that's in it. Yeah, it's great. $1,000. Fuck you. Whoa! $1,000. No. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck that. Now, 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 there is a payment plan. Of one twenty-five a month, until it comes out. But a thousand dollars. Shit. That, that's probably the most expensive thing I've found since with this podcast. That's fucking crazy, yeah. dude. That's ridiculous. And that's the first of five statues that that that's going to come out in this series. Jesus. A thousand dollars. No way. Second second up, uh, we kind of posted this on our uh, Facebook page, or uh, Ralph did. Uh, but there's a life-size xenomorph egg. Like replica yeah. that's coming out from NECA that comes with a face hugger. Uh, I've seen it. It's thirty-six cool. inch tall. It's going to be four hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Comes you. out. <laughs> comes out March twenty sixteen. It lights up on the inside. You can actually peel the egg, the top of the egg, to yeah. make it look like it's coming out or staying in. The actual uh, face hugger <sighs> bends and it, it bends. And you can make it like hug your face or keep it inside the egg. It's very cool. It's very cool. Very detailed by NECA, but still. $439, kind, you, kind of uh, a little pricey. I was watching the Dark Star, which is a H.R. Uh, Geiger yeah. uh, documentary on Netflix, and originally the uh, egg was supposed to be like total vagina. Yeah, it's supposed to be a big vagina. Yeah, and, they made it, and he said, oh, well, we're, we're planning to fil- show this film in like Catholic uh, states, so he made it a cross. Just, <laughs> as, like, a, <laughs> just to stick it to him a little bit. So continuing with continuing with my uh, my expensive my expensive stuff, next up we got a 19-inch Peter Vakeman Ghostbuster statue from Hollywood Collectible Group. Uh, the thing with this is that only 250 of these will be made. Wow! 
Uh, Bill Murray signed off on it. He said, go ahead and make this. They kind of scanned some of his old photos. They scanned him. So it's got likeness. So it's got like lifelike, you know, qualities to it. $400. Comes out next summer. Again, 19-inch Peter Venkman. He's got interchangeable hands, interchangeable head. Uh, supposedly, supposedly later on down the line when they do more reveals, there might be like a slime-covered feature that you can just kind of put this thing on and it makes it look like he's covered in slime from the Damn. hotel scene. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of pricey, four hundred dollars. But still, it looked really cool. Four hundred dollars, cool. It looked really cool. <laughs> <laughs> For four hundred bucks, I'd rather get the Lego uh, Ghost House, the Fire Station House, instead. Is that four hundred dollars? Three hundred sixty-nine. Really? Jesus yes. Christ! It's a fucking Lego house. It's a giant Lego house. How giant? It's like it's, two it's, foot. It's a little bit taller than Death Star. Uh, yeah, it's still a little bit taller expensive. than Lego Death Star. It's still expensive. It is kind of expensive. Uh, last but not least, for collectibles and statues and stuff like that, McFarlane is releasing this really cool 17-inch medieval spawn statue. Oh yeah! Now that. only 1,500 of these will be made. It's got inter- it's got an interchangeable head with like you know the the mask and then with the hamburger head. Uh, he's got like an axe weapon, a sword weapon, his spinning shield. This comes out uh, this month actually uh, for 295. Nice. Now with this statue. McFarlane said he will sign every single statue piece. Wow. So if you get it, you'll get his autograph. Now, if you don't live in L.A. to go, or uh, you don't live in California to go to San Diego, or you don't live in New York to go to New York Comic Con, uh, this is a way to get his autograph. Yeah. Because he doesn't really do conventions outside of New York or California. Yeah. So the statue looks amazing. The detail quality is very spot on. This is McFarlane, so you know you're getting the, you know you're getting, you know, the most for your buck. All right. Did you twist the knife already? What was the price? Uh, two ninety five. Jeez, that's not bad. It's not too bad. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't afford. I mean, it. if I mean, if my local comic shop had a like a layaway plan, I'd probably get it. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, I couldn't like. Coming up next, uh, Scream Factory. This is some releases from them. I didn't go too heavy because uh, I've already kind of covered everything that's coming out usually from them. Yeah, but they did, but they did do a couple releases recently of what's coming out. Uh, Curse One and Curse Two. 1987, 89. Uh, they're doing a double feature of that movie. That'll come out February 23rd for 19 bucks. And it's directed by David Keith, not the actor from They Live, someone completely different. Damn it! And actually, the first movie stars a young Will Wheaton. Yeah, I think one's the only one that's actually Will decent. Wheaton. Will Wheaton. I think Before... there's like six all together or four all together. Thar curse. E- yeah. Eek. Still, this is before his tabletop days, but. 20 bucks comes out in February. The cover art looked decent. Not great, but decent. Looked like the same video VHS cover. Yeah, yeah. it kind of did. Yeah, it's still a good VHS cover. Uh, and then also they announced the Vincent Price Collection Volume 3. Sweet. Now, the first one is sold out. If you're lucky to get it for under $150... Get it. Get it. Because that's... This Vincent Price Collection, is the first one is going crazy amounts. The second one is about to stop production on it soon. So if you if you're a big fan of Vincent Price... Get the second one before it gets out because you're going to start paying triple the fee at flippers on eBay and everything. But this one comes out February 16th. It's 63 bucks, and it's going to include Master of the World, Tower of London, Diary of a Madman, An Evening of Edgar Allan Poe, and Cry of the Banshee. Nice. And that, again, $63 comes out in February. So if you can, uh, Amazon it. Go to go to uh, shopfactory.com. Pre-order it. Uh, I know they're doing. If you order something over fifty bucks at Shop Factory, you will get free shipping. Mm-hmm. And they also 
they also throw in a bunch of some free stuff too, like coasters, posters, magnets, stickers, yeah. magnets, all that good stuff. They also uh, said something about uh, William Friedkin's The Guardian. Yeah. Yeah, Screen Factory release. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that one's coming out soon too. Sweet. I covered that one a, a while back, I think. I think so. So, And also, our guys, our friends at Severn Films, they're releasing a movie called The Badger Game. And it's 20 bucks, and it's directed by Josh Wagner and Thomas Zambic. And uh, it looks to be kind of cool, like hunting film, like, you know, someone getting hunted in the woods. It looked pretty cool from what I saw in the picture. Uh, so go check them out and see if you can order that. And then finally, last but not least, uh, I did an unboxing, my second Famous Monsters of Filmland Shockbox. Uh, 20 bucks. Lots of cool shit. Best 20 bucks I've spent. You get a, a, a Filmland t-shirt. You're guaranteed a t-shirt in every box. You get a cool art print. You get a cool exclusive comic. Uh, this one I just got recently had a comic by actually a friend of mine, uh, Matt Frank, who does the Godzilla artwork for IDW. Yeah. And another uh, good uh, writer, Jeremy Robinson, if you're a big kaiju fan, uh, he has these book series called uh, Project Mago, Project Nemesis, and a few other two, two other books I haven't read yet, but they're on my uh, Amazon wish list. Uh, amazing kaiju stories. Really good. These need to be made in the movies. The comic that, that he wrote, Project Nemesis, follows the books. It's following the book. Amazing stuff. Uh, so if you're a big fan of kaijus and Godzilla and everything, be sure to grab that. Yeah. So a big shout-out to Matt Frank and Jeremy Robinson for their great work on uh, Project Nemesis, the comic. And a famous sponsor to film in for their great shock box. Yeah, they got a lot of great kaiju stuff. I mean, their mm-hmm. shirts are awesome. There are. So, so yeah, uh, you want to spend something good on a mystery box or one of those subscription boxes? Yeah. Famous Monster to Film and their shock box is really good for horror fans. Yeah, definitely. Especially the prints. Those that uh Bride of Frankenstein print from the first one in the, the Rick Baker stuff, yeah. The Rick awesome. Baker and then the the current Frankenstein's monster one that came in on this box. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Nice. Definitely worth it. And that's all I got for my wallet hates me. Woo! That is a lot of wallet hate. Yeah. It that is, is expensive. Those, shit those on this fucking one. Tis the season. Are too tall. Like I don't if I spend a thousand dollars on that death statue, I mean, I don't need the statue. Death would come for me. I'd have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> That's Sammy. <laughs> She'd kill me. <laughs> it is the season for poverty, and she's a dead shot, man. She can fucking hit you with a Nerf gun from like thirty yards away. So <laughs> imagine I thought with you were going to say gun. she would hit you with a rubber band or something from thirty feet. Oh away. no, dude! We went to one of the comic conventions. She dressed up as uh, uh, the chick from Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. Lila? Yeah. Lilu. Uh, Lilu. And Lilu. she fucking had a Nerf Morphy gun. <laughs> and she blasted the Undertaker right between the eyes. <laughs> like the guy dressed up as the Undertaker. Nice. He turned around. She In was just like, <laughs> Fucking nailed him. I was like, damn, woman. Dead <laughs> shot. Awesome. She blasted Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. And nice. like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, I, I'm never getting a gun because <laughs> you would kill me. <laughs> God. There's no running away. So, yeah, I'd be... Uh, Killed if I bought any of those. But statues. it is a nice statue, though. But a thousand dollars is, and that's one of five. That's fucking nuts, man, yeah, dude. That's fucking thirty-four inches. You say? Yep. It's gotta be pretty I'm fucking not, spectacular. I'm not, I'm not a big statue kind of guy. I don't like busts or statues and shit like that. I think they would just kind of collect dust. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's your thing, awesome. The, the statue. <laughs> if Ralph, <laughs> if Ralph bought this statue. His Batman collection would would probably go kill themselves. Yeah, like Ralph's got some really cool statues, like the the Jason, the Friday Thirteenth one he has, and the Batman. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's so cool. And I was just like, yeah. have you seen all of his statues? Of course not, dude. It's enough to fill a fucking room. 
Jesus. Like, it's insane. Jeez. Like, he's got, like, fucking... Probably close to 100 Batman statues. Jesus. And he's got the Spider-Man head bust uh, that's the yeah, uh, Venom that's the black suit. Oh, okay. It's fucking cool. Nice. Uh, God. Yeah. He, like, I walked in, he was, like, to Bedrocks, and there was this Doctor Doom that's, like, fucking huge, and he's sitting on a... a uh, oh, he's sitting old, in his throne. Yeah, big old throne. And Ralph's like, I'm going to buy that. I was like, if you buy that, I will fucking kill you. Like, that's fucking seven, eight hundred bucks. Next day. I, I never saw it again, so I don't know if oh, he bought shit. it or not. But he's hiding like, in his closet in case you come over. Pretty much, dude. <laughs> he knows better. Doom likes the closet. It's crazy. Doom says, do your laundry. It stinks in here. Ugh. Smells of Batman and sweat. But Dr. Doom's his favorite villain, uh, Marvel villain, so... I could see him buying it, but it, Jesus, I I buy like those little like sixteen inch statues or some of the special NECA ones. Yeah, like, yeah. I have Jason and I have Michael Keaton's Batman. See, I always man, I am like that. Uh, I'll buy it and I'll go to the car and I'll immediately take my receipt and the toy back into the fucking store and really? get my money back. You're like, I bought it once. I'm, I'm the guilty shopper. I'll buy wow. something. And I was like, I just spent twenty five dollars for a fucking Predator NECA toy. Not fucking worth. I was like, go right back wow. there, like demand my money back. Man, I need you to be my accountant. For I can't now do on. it, dude. It's like for some reason, like a lot of things these days, it's just like I just can't give a shit about. I was like, damn, really? I can't spend the money. I gotta stop. I keep buying like four or five hundred dollar comic books. Jesus, I'm just like that's an addiction, dude. It, it is. is my comic is. collection is like worth over twenty grand. Gotcha. It's just like stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> but they've got so many good ones. Co- and like this next Texas Frightmare, fuck, you want to talk wallet hate. I've got five Freddies, five Jasons to get signed. I've got five Halloween comics to get signed. I've got, got fuck, all the big troubles. You can't just pick one of your favorite? <laughs> no, because they're all... You can't just take you know, one item? They all fucking bump up value so much. So you can't just like, take one item up there? I'm gonna, Okay. No, I'm literally taking like 30 comics. TF, the, like the TFW this past year, I'm taking my Freddy Mondo poster up there to get autographed by Robert and uh, some of the cast. No, I can't. I, so I'm just getting one item signed by everybody. For every time Robert England signs a comic book, it increases by about 400 bucks wow it does or so, i should take my freddy versus jason versus the ash comp get signed so nobody ever reached that i would say yeah i was actually had that idea and try to find bruce campbell later on in life and have him now if it. it's dynamite press you won't sign it if it's done what if, if the if the publisher for that comic is dynamite press he will not sign anything from dynamite press why because they didn't pay him for his likeness oh ha sue yeah. So uh, he, I was in line at Comic Palooza when I first started. When I first went to Comic Palooza, in line to meet him, and the one thing I had because I had J. Scott Campbell sign my first uh, Army Darkness comic, and I went, okay, I'm going to get both Campbells to sign it. I'm in, I'm like second in line. Guy goes, okay, guys, if you have anything by Dynamite Press, he's not signing it. I'm like, what? He's not signing it. Fuck. I would have been fucking pissed. Okay, give me that eight by ten, and here's and here and here's my Mondo poster. That sucks, man. Yeah, I've I've got a bunch of nightmares that I need signed, and now they've got like fucking ten people from Nightmare on Elm Street showing up, and yep. ten people from Halloween, and four yep. Friday guys. I'm like, Whew. yeah, my hype got scattered on this TFW. I mean, there's a lot of great things. I think the Return of the Living Dead stuff. I'm really eager to hear, especially. Oh yeah, Tarman's going to be there too. Uh, uh, oh, I want to hear that. Panel. Well, that's another thing that I bought. I bought the goddamn Night of the Living Dead special edition comic book for. 
Oh, wow. Way too much money, but I'm going to get... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Night of Living Dead or Return to Living Night Dead? Night of Living Dead. I wish, oh, okay. But George A. Romero's going to be there, yeah. so i got to have him sign it. Yeah. But I, I saw a 9.8 with just his signature, the exact same comic book, going for 1300 bucks, and I bought this for like 100 something. I think uh, Cemetery Dance Publications released a hardcover uh, novel I was thinking about buying, because it's actually John A. Russo. They took his Night of Living Dead uh, novel and his Return of the Living Dead follow-up novel and nice. put them together. And he did X amount of copies and signed them. And I really want to own it because it's like, you can't really find Return of the Dead uh, paperback anymore unless you spend like an arm and a leg. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is it's really Jeepers Creepers. It's kind of like shit happens on a bus, like a school bus. Mm -hmm. So it's really not what Dan O'Bannon like had played out in the film. So like it's something I really want to own because I think John A. Russo is just as fucking important as George A. Romero was for the whole Night of the Living Dead thing. Nice. Um, yeah, because I... I, I it would go nice because I have a William Peter Blatty, uh, The Exorcist hardcover, and signed by William Peter Blatty. What's really cool is that it's actually The Exorcist and Legion, so it's the sequel to Exorcist actually in one okay. hardcover. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That was back when I uh, I had some equal wallet hate going through my veins. <laughs> now I try to, you know. I told Sammy this is it. Like. We're done after <laughs> after this Texas Frightmare because the next year I want to try to do that Colorado. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, Stanley yeah. Hotel. I talked to the thing. wife. I think we're doing that. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I want to go to it. I'm hopefully not going to st no more TFW like, that following year. It, they would have to have like John Carpenter there for me to go. Yes, like that. That's the only reason I'd be like, well, another year, another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we get well. We do have Texas. Uh, I mean, uh, Terror Expo next month. Yeah, God, I'm looking forward to that. Fuck, that's gonna be so fun. You get the first half of your Robert England stuff signed right there because he's supposed to be there too. Nah, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. he is. Um, supposed to be there. But I, that's the problem is because I'm having to break cases. Uh, I recently became a CBCS authenticator for yeah. their signatures, so uh, I can verify my own. Um, but. Just having the comics outside of that case for so long, it, that's a terrifying proposition. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he goes from like a nine point something to like, oh, it's eight all 9.8s. I only buy 9.8s. There you go. <laughs> can you observe me crack this open? <laughs> yeah. No, I can do it myself. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, for our news, reviews, and wallet hate episode, uh, this is Jeff. This is Aaron. This is the broke man, Nathan. <laughs> and from all of us, uh, have a fun, safe December and keep it scary. Good night, everybody.
Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.